This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. You're growing your business. The software you have now is costing you more time than it's worth, and you can't get the reports you need out of it. It's time for a new software system, but where do you go to find one that's right for you? What should you avoid? What can you learn from others who have gone down your same path? My guest today, David Crary, developed hindsight software back when most companies still had paper tickets. And this software was novel, where field personnel never had a paper ticket. It was always electronic. David has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly with respect to software choices. He's here to help you avoid mistakes when choosing software. David, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. Happy to be here. My pleasure. I mean, you, you were using the Newton back in the day, if I remember correctly, Palm right? Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot. Palm yes. Pilot. Not quite the Newton, but the second generation of it. Yeah. So, I mean, when you developed the software, were you, was your crystal ball working that well that you knew it was going to go paperless? Uh, that was my goal. I wanted, <laughs> to, I wanted to take, my guys in the field were great at fixing things. They're terrible at writing it down. Yep. And trying to figure out how to take that away from them. And it worked. I was very fortunate. It worked very well. Yeah, absolutely. So you work with contractors in all, you know, um, HVAC, sprinkler, irrigation, plumbing, electrical. I think you do a shopping cart one too, or you used to. Yes. Yep. We run about 19 different service segments of the service industry. Um, But anybody that's sending somebody out in the field, uh, we can help them manage that work order and manage the whole relationship between the customer and uh, the employee in, in the billing. That's what we do. It's all COD, right? I hope. <laughs> it can be. It's up, uh, we can't force the contractor to do it. We can give them the, mon- the number to charge that customer. We can't force them to collect it. We, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we could do that? <laughs> that the hand comes out of the handheld and says, money, please. <laughs> <laughs> we encourage it. Yeah. I mean, COD is the way to go, especially now in these days. So, all right. So, you know, hindsight's been around for what, 20 years at least? Eight, 19 years this January. 19 so years. Pretty close. Been, pretty close. So you've seen, the, you've seen the rise of technology. You've seen the quickness of technology. You've seen increased storage device capabilities, you know, many, many years ago, in 1980, my husband bought 10K in a box that looked like three cigar boxes or three uh, shoe boxes put together for $3,000. All right. So we're talking, you know, things have changed quite a bit. Dramatically. Yeah. So when you're talking to somebody who's, you know, growing their business and they're in a situation where they need software, they may never have had software before or they've had something that's totally antiquated. How do you talk to them? I think the first thing that happens is the ownership and management realizes they need to make a change. But my first question to them, are they, very, are they committed to the change? It's hard to change softwares. It's hard to 
change. And there's going to be pushback just because you're trying to change something. And if the ownership and management of the company isn't committed to the change, it's not going to work. Okay. It's, uh, it's, there's really, you've got to be 100% committed to making the change work because, you know, it's, software is always hard to change, but it's also you're changing systems and you're changing procedures that have worked very well for you potentially for the last five or 10 years. That doesn't mean they're going to work great for you the next five or 10 years. That's probably why you're changing. But it's not easy to change, Ruth. And people don't want to change for all sorts of reasons. It could be as, it could be as simple as someone's running a scam on you and they don't want the new software to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that happen. I'm sure you've seen that happen too. Many times. And Many times. If the owner... I've been there when the owner has told their employees, try this, tell me if you like it. And it doesn't, I, I've gone back in the owner's office and said, it's not going to work because you gave that, you gave every employee the option to try it. You didn't force them to try it. You didn't force them to make it work. Right. So how, how important is the bookkeeper or the bookkeeping side of this with respect to management? You know, if the manager says, I want to change, I want to change, and the bookkeeper is, you know, grounding her heels or grounding his heels into the ground going, no, I'm not going to do this, um, that becomes almost impossible, doesn't it? It does. That, the book, it could be the bookkeeper, it could be the, the superintendent out in the field, it could be the, everybody has to be committed to the change. And then, you know, what's the motivation for that person to accept the change? A lot of people think, I mean, I'm speaking from the employee's point of view, that they think that you're going to try to eliminate their position with, with technology. And that really isn't the case. You're trying to make that position more efficient and more profitable. Now, it might change because they don't have to do all the manual entry anymore. But that just means they can do a better job on the financial statements or collecting accounts receivable or figuring out their payables or managing inventory. It gives them the freedom to do something more. But that's a lot. The employee sometimes fights that. Yeah, I mean, I think this culture, our culture, probably humans in general, once they get comfortable with something, they become very change resistant until the pain of doing what they're doing is worse than the pain of change. And, and that's why I go, the ownership has to be 100% committed and have the backbone to stand up to, the, to the, what comes from the negativity of trying to change. Yeah. The, the, the second thing I would look at from a company is how is that software company charging you? And okay. to, to me, the, the software company should be your partner in this arrangement. They shouldn't be just a one-sided deal. If the, if the software is charging you 10, 15, I've seen $25,000 up front to buy their software, plus you've got to sign a contract, what's the software's com commitment to you to get you successful? All, they, they've got their money. They're happy. If, if I were to look at software, I would look at a software that doesn't charge me a lot up front but wants to make money on, on the long term, not on the short term. And you, because you really want to build a trusted relationship with that company. 
and it's going to be a relationship that's going to last for years. And the more successful you are, then the software company should be successful. They shouldn't be successful because they just sold you software product. The, the, the value is the long-term relationship. And you look, I, I think you should look for a company that really wants to build on that long-term relationship. Cool. All right. After the break, we'll talk about some more things that you should look out for. And David, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how do they do it? Uh, David C at H-I-N-D-S-I-T-E software.com, hindsightsoftware.com. Well, I'll be happy to give you my direct dial number is uh, 651-280-6342, Ruth. All right. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him, though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign with a service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales, too. To get a copy of the leak letter for free, just send Ruth an email at ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the rubber duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read, Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronan the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R-O-N-A-N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with David Curry, who is the founder, developer, um, force behind Hindsight Software, probably one of the first softwares that I ever found that was totally electronic, never paper, because he wanted to make sure that his um, guys in the field didn't have to write, <laughs> which is something that used to be chicken scratch and hard to see, the, but that's changed a lot. And before the break, we were talking about probably the first two things that we have to look at when um, deciding on new software, and that's number one, that management has to be committed to it and has to you know, lead the charge. And the second thing is to make sure that you build a relationship with a software company who doesn't charge you an arm and a leg on the front end, but uh, as they are successful and you are successful, you build a very long-term relationship. Did I get that right? Correct. All right, Correct. cool. All right, so what are some other things that, are, that have been things that you've seen over the years? I, I think the other thing that I, and, and I'm talking to the contractors out there, your business is out is to go fix something. Your business isn't to manage your software. But I will tell you that something's going to happen with your software at the most inconvenient time. Usually about 7 a.m. on the, the hottest day of the summer when your phone is ringing because everyone wants their air conditioner fixed and you can't, uh, you can't get there. But the, my question for you as a contractor is what type of support at 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning does that software company give you when you really need them? Do you have to send them an email and wait 24 hours for a response? Uh, that would be unacceptable to me. 
And I mean, every software company will tell you they give great support. But I would really, really look at what that means. And to me, great support is at 6.30 or 7 in the morning on the hottest summer day you've got. And Our can you actually get <laughs> your questions answered in a reasonable, respectful time with that scenario? Yeah, and I, I will add to that scenario. Um, by somebody who knows what they are doing and who knows the software inside out and backwards and forwards. Correct. Because I've seen situations where, yeah, you get a support person, quote unquote, and I put that in quotes, but they don't know the software as well as you know it. What good is that? Yes. It doesn't do you any good. No. Because you've already tried what you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that software that you think you're saving a lot of money for, because you don't get good support can cost you immensely at that time. And, yeah. it's, and it just aggravates the problem because you've got a, you can't solve, you can't get it fixed. So those are the three things that I think are the biggest things that a contractor needs to really start thinking about. The commitment to the change, how are you paying for it? Is there an incentive for the company, the software company to see you succeed? And then what kind of support do they give at those odd hours when you really need it? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's talk about one other thing. Let's talk about, okay, I made the commitment. We're going to change softwares. And let's just take hindsight for the matter of fact. And I've been using XYZ software. How easy is, it, is the transition going to be? Is it going to take a month? Is it going to take six months? I mean, what can we do to make things easier on both sides? I, uh, I like to say switching softwares or setting up softwares is a process, not an event. Okay. You don't snap your fingers and have everything switched, Ruth. Oh, come on, David. <laughs> I, I want to just snap my fingers and it's just perfect. Yes. It's, what I would do is have a, we, what we do at hindsight is we set up a schedule and we work with you. Let's get this team switched over first. Let's make sure that they're working perfect, then go to the second team or the third team and go and strategically try to make that happen. And, and it's just pick one department or one group, get that team going, and then go to the next one. And one of the things I have found, like uh, a lot of businesses, they have three or four different divisions and they think they're all the same business. A different, a different division within an own, your own business is a, is a separate entity in a lot of ways. They might have different business rules. They might have different pricing. And those all have to be worked into the system, into the software. So that's why I say start with one division and go to the, get that one working, then go to the next division. So it's like start with service and then go to projects or install or, or instruction, whatever. New install or, yeah. or the maintenance program. But they're all different. They're all, and, and they all have their little nuances and they all might have a different manager too. A lot of them do. A lot of them and do. It's just, it's, and that's where it's a process. As far as a timeline, it's really, the, the timeline is driven by your people. How open are they to change? How, how quick can they change? And then go from there. The, the, the software company, uh, especially if it's a SaaS-based product, 
we have an incentive to get you running as fast as possible because the more licenses you buy, the more revenue we make. Sure. And I mean, so we want to get you going. The software company will work with you, I'm pretty sure, to, to get you going. But it, they has should. To be, yeah. it has to be successful. Right. It has to be successful, everybody. And Correct. I would imagine it's also pretty stressful in the beginning. So, you know, when you're changing things because everybody gets frustrated and it's not working perfectly the first time and that type of thing. Yes. And, and you know, it, 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 most, of, uh, most of the contractors probably use QuickBooks and the software should flow right into QuickBooks. And you've got to make sure that uh, all your IDs are right and everything's the same. And it's just... It's, it's all, everything has to be standardized. The computer will do it exactly the same way every time, but it has to be programmed. Yes, a computer will do exactly what you tell it to do, whether you tell it the right thing or the wrong thing. Yes, <laughs> but, but it'll do it. <laughs> oh yeah, same way every time, you're right. It's like, it's dumb. It just will follow your instructions. So anyway, all right, David, give us your um, contact information one last time. It's Hindsight Software, H-I-N-D-S-I-T-E Software. Uh, HindsightSoftware.com is our, our website. Uh, my personal email is davidc at HindsightSoftware.com. And my uh, direct dial phone number is 651-280-6342. And uh, any software questions you have, I'd be happy to answer to help you. If uh, you want to look at Hindsight, I'll be definitely getting you to the right people here. And uh, no, that's good. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you for being with us. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.